what is it? It is a mass art student-run radio. This show is produced from its very own student body. He uploads every Monday, ideally. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Octopus Sounds. It is the seventh episode. Today is Monday. The 18th. So today on Octopus Sounds, we have a brand new episode of the show right now with Morty and Nina. Mass Art News to you. Following that, we also have another episode of Best Becca. Immediately after Best Becca, we have a new episode of High Takes with Becca. So you guys get non-stop Becca today. Following high takes, we have a, a nice advertisement for you for this weather before it gets super chilly. And to top it off, we have a new episode of Shit You Should Know, the Brick interview. Here's a clip. Have you been anywhere outside of the US? Yes, I have. I've been to Canada. <laughs> you wanna hear that story? Fuck yeah. Was it a Niagara Falls trip? No. Thank God. I went to Montreal. All right. Instead of going to prom to get fake married, I was engaged at seven, 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 Welcome seven, to the seven, show right now. Where is it? We already did this. That's right. We did this last week, and then we missed the deadline. I missed the deadline. It was my responsibility. I, Morty Vizina, take full responsibility for the lack of show right now last week. It was completely edited, you should know. It's a full edited episode that we spent hours on. Mm-hmm. And it did not make it into the, into Gmail. I make Morty do everything after the, I press the button record. And this was eventually going to happen. <sighs> I have no interest in <clears throat> doing anything after pressing the record button to create this thing besides speaking. You press the stop record button. I do. That's the two buttons I like to press and pause. And you sit with me when I edit. Yeah, and I sleep. And you listen to it when I say, how's this? That's true. But no more buttons are pressed. All physical in intervention after that point. Completely out of my hands. And so this was not my fault in any way. Um, we don't have too much news for you this week, but that's okay. We have a whole episode of other news last week. Past news, but like still relevant. not outdated. It's yeah. fine. It's all very interesting and good. Um, and we'll cut to it here. Oh, into the mic. Into the mic. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show right now where we like to sing and dance. And if you cannot see us, then you can't tell we're not wearing any pants. Thank you. Good job. Hello, everybody. This is the show right now with Nina and Morty. I'm Nina. <laughs> oh, And I'm Morty. And this is the news. The mass art news. Everything and all of it. I forget what comes next. No, it all comes next. Today we're going to start off the show with SGA Minutes. I went so you don't have to. Laura Flynn gave us wonderful announcements because she's wonderful in every way. She said we are going to be sent 
A service excellence survey where we can tell whoever's receiving the survey what we think about the non-academic offices of mass art. How are they doing? What are they doing wrong? What are they doing amazingly perfectly good? Um, if you let them know, then the offices will be better. Next, we had a Q&A with Chloe Zog about the Mass Art Art Museum, more well known as the MAM. It opens February 22nd, and it it features exhibitions by professional artists, not underclassmen. Do not think that you are going to have your piece in a museum. <laughs> Whoa. That's what student galleries are for. There are always calls for art in the student galleries, by the way. So just keep your eyes out for that. Submit your art into a student gallery because it's cute and cool. Thank you. Back to the topic. Um, Alumni and faculty don't count as students and they are professional artists, so they can be in the ma'am. It's free to the public and the ma'am is a nonprofit organization. So I don't know, it's pretty chill. It's like pretty amazing. Yeah, they get um a lot of donations from sponsors and we're hoping that the ma'am will bring sponsors and donations to the school also and not just to the museum because it's attracting that attention from like sponsors and other people in like private sectors who could possibly want to fund the museum and the school. That's pretty good. That is very cool, like really cool. and good. While students can't be in the museum and have, like, an exhibition, you can possibly plan an event at the museum. So you, I don't know how you go around to do that, but I don't know. Text them. <laughs> Send an email. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but we talked about that, definitely. It's pretty cool. That's, like, really cool. I didn't know about that. And that's it about the ma'am. There's another page. Next, we had um, Victoria talk to us about Chartwells. Next, we had Victoria. Next, we had... No. Victoria Justice. No. Next, we had... No, stop. I was trying to think of another Victoria. Stop. Stop. Next, we had Victoria talk to us about Chartwells. We discussed the quality of the food. Apparently... Really? Yes. Not, like, really. Just, like, the, like, the ingredients. The... Meat is hormone and antibiotic-free-ish. Ish. Yeah. The beef is 85% free and the chicken is 95% free. That's pretty good. And all the food are from local farms that are not certified as organic but use organic practices. And they're encouraged to use these practices. A lot of people had questions about vegan and vegetarian. Yeah and allergy-free and gluten-free options. There are stations that already do um, vegan and vegetarian options, like the rooted one and just, like, all... Like, the one that does the sautéing in the bowl. Oh, that's vegan? Yeah. And allergy-free? It's not allergy-free. Oh. But it's vegan and vegetarian, because you can be like, yo, can I, like, not have meat on that? Yeah, they have tofu. Yeah. Over there. There's just, there's um not a lot of space in Kennedy. It's very small, so there we can't have a allergy-free and gluten-free space just for that, like, like Wentworth does. Like, it's hard to prevent cross-contamination. There's just no booth. There's no space for another booth. Oh. There isn't space for one. There's no space in Kennedy. That's Look nice. at it. It's already full. But... 
if you need a gluten-free option or allergy-free, you can talk to Victoria. She's, like, always around during the busy times on the floor, She and she already talks to students and, like, gets them the food that they need. Like, she makes sure that it's safe, and she cooks it herself with the chef. And cool. Yeah. Nice. That, like, already happens. That's really good. People have her number, and they text her and be like, I'm coming down in 10 minutes. Can you make me something? That won't kill that me. That I can eat. Yeah. <laughs> so ju- you just need to find her and talk to her. Um, And that's it for... So close. I <laughs> went so you don't have to. Oh. Motion to adjourn. Seconded. Perfect. That's how SGA goes. Ooh, tic-tacs. I want them in my mouth while I'm talking. No. Please? Okay, um, news for any majors, new multiplane setups in the kitchen, which is really good if you do uh, things that involve multiplanes. So if you need to use a multiplane, they're all set up for you. There's two of them. They put in new, um, what is it, plexiglass? Is that what it is? Yeah, they put in new plastic and glass. Plastic. Yeah, they put, they put in the clear stuff new, and you can do an animation. Ding, ding, ding. It's rug time in the residence halls. Get ready because winter is here and it's snowing and it's wet and the rugs have been rolled out. The rugs are out. And they are in the elevators and on the floors and all over the damn place so that you can wipe your feet. To wipe your stinky little feet on them. (laughs) Your stinky, dirty, icky feet. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, supposedly it snowed. We're talking to you from the past, but in the future, it will have snowed. Yeah, did it snow? Did it snow? Email us. No uh, one has sent us an email yet. Email us. <laughs> we're begging you. We, that's, and you know what? Because of that, we're out of news. <laughs> <laughs> that's it for the show right now. Next time, you better give us some fucking news. Whoa. <laughs> Maybe we should end the show a little nicer. No. Email us. The show right now at gmail.com. Give us some fucking news. Some news, please. We don't have any. I want to see something cool. I want to see something awesome. What is new for you on campus? Go easy on them. Never give it to me. I want it. The news. Because I eat the news. You don't know. You can't tell. But I siphon it straight from your brain. I was going to say mind. It comes out of your temples and into mine. I ingest it. It goes from your temples to my temples and into my body and into my brain. And I slurp it up. Other news, I cut my hair. That is news. You can't see it. It looks terrible. I cut it. Um... The 30 minutes before D&D, I was rushed, I was anxious about it, and I cut it off, and it lo- right now it looks terrible, I'm having a terrible hair day. I was touching a piece of hair that was, that's the original length before I cut it, I missed a chunk, apparently, <laughs> looks terrible, I, I don't know how to I cut like hair, it. I don't. I helped a little bit, I did, I did do some of the damage, I cut um, the back at a, at like a slant, but then Nina fixed it. Well, that's it for the news. That was all the news you needed to hear. Um, do we do another, like, outro, like, 
I don't know what we do at the end of an episode. Okay, well, thanks for listening. See you next week. Email us. Give me some, any information. I want to know it. We're begging you. I'm so hungry. I'm so hungry. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. We're back. Welcome back to the present. Uh, Here's the news this week, and there's one, and it's called The Mam is Doing Tours. Woo. They're doing them this Wednesday. There's one this Wednesday at noon 30. Perfect. <laughs> and if you can't make it to that one, if you can't make it to that one, uh, they, they're doing December three times in December. The 5th, the 9th, and the 12th. So check your emails if you want more than a verbal reminder. There you go. There you go. That's it. That's it for the show right now. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Best Becca, an advice show. Today, before we begin, I would just like to say, please send me submissions. I went through the whole process of getting my posters hung up again, and I've received like one submission from that. So y'all are slacking and really need to get on it. I can't do this show without the lovely help of my beautiful followers and listeners and subscribers and other words that mean you like me. Friends? I'll go with friends. You're my friends. So submit your problems to me because I'm here to help. The first person who writes in today says, Hello, Becca. I was wondering what to do if there was somebody who I really, really like, and I don't know how to talk to them because they are just so thick and juicy. How should I break the ice? Thank you so much. I'm really struggling, frowny face. They asked too fat. I hear it clapping from so far away. Well... To that, I have to say, next time you see them, you should just tell them how you feel. Go to them and say, I really, really like you, and I think your ass is so fat. And I, you know what? I think they would like that. The next person who writes in says, why some people hate my art, and what should I do? I've received questions about this in the past, and once again, my only advice is, Fuck, man, that sucks. I'm sorry. I. It's really hard when people don't like your art. But if you like your art, that's what matters. Normally, I don't get so serious on this show, but I'm passionate about this topic, and I think that if you like your art, you should just tell whoever doesn't like it to di- die. To die. Tell them to die. The last person who writes in says, Does BBC stand for... Best Becca crowd? Parentheses, your fan base? Well, loyal listener, it does. It does stand for that and nothing else. Anything else that says BBC on it, you you know what it means. It means Best Becca crowd. We know that. This is a fact. Everyone knows it. British people. Um, anyway, Best Becca crowd is what BBC stands for. That's not really an advice question, more of a general question question, but I'll still tell you how it is. That is what it stands for. And that's all we have for today. Once again, please submit. 
to tinyurl.com slash octosoundsadvice. You will also see my posters all over the school, so don't just walk by them. Look at them and say, wow, that's so interesting. This poster is great, and I would love to click on, to type in the URL into my phone. Can't click on it because it's a poster. And then submit your problems to me. That would be so lovely. I would really appreciate it. I'm not angry anymore. I'm really just, just kind of sad. Please, please submit. I love you all. Wishing you the best, Becca. Howdy, Octopus Sounds. This is High Takes once again. Um, we're back on the set here of High Takes on the High Takes couch. And my special guest for today's episode of High Takes is Becca. Hi, Texas. Becca, are you aware of the premise of my show, High Takes? I Yes, I well, am. Well, I will explain it anyway for right, uh, maybe listeners it. that are new. So, High Takes is like hot takes, where you bring a hot take to the High Takes couch, and then you... In- then maybe do a thing and then (laughs) (laughs) and then we do the hot takes episode okay so what's your high takes show thing thinking (laughs) what's my high takes show thing thinking well texas we just filmed an episode before this my hot take (laughs) i am psychic do you believe me yes well, you believe me. You're my friend. But society doesn't believe me. Well, then you me. should have said society. Do you believe me? Well, I'm asking you because you're the host. But then you just said, I know you know, so why do you even bother? To prove my point that my friends believe me that I'm psychic because they're my friends and they love me and they take my word as the honest truth. But society doesn't. So basically, here's why I believe I'm psychic and here's why I am psychic and why society doesn't. And why society doesn't believe me. That's like triple fold. And keeps me down. Fourth fold of a hot take. Yeah, it's a good one. Fourth fold. <laughs> yes. So, this is an uncomfortable position for my foot. Hold on. Also, if you hear giggling, that is Arlo from the first and pilot episode of High Takes, which we recorded earlier. Arlo requests a cough. I granted. <laughs> Arlo might have been holding that in. He doesn't need to do that. Yeah, Randy can edit that out. Oh. We, there's editing involved. <laughs> nah, I'm going to leave that in. Your high take? Why, My high take. Why are you psychic? I'm psychic because, first of all, I will often have, like, thoughts, just, like, random thoughts out of nowhere that, like, don't have to do with anything that's going on about, like, something that could happen or, like, might happen. And then I will, more often than not, be like, what? No. Why did I think that? That's so weird. And then, like, it'll happen. So, a prime example of this, this happened in class with you, Arlo. So, I was getting ready in the morning to go to Elaine's class, Experimental Ensembles. I was putting my shoes on. I have new docks, and I'm breaking them in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was putting them on, and I thought, no, don't wear these today. Elaine's going to make us do a bunch of, like, running and walking exercises or something. Mm-hmm. She does love those. She does love those. But she hadn't done one, I think, yet at that point in the year. So then how would you have known of them? <gasps> because I'm psychic! Oh, shit! Because I'm psychic, bitch! <laughs> yes. So I was like, what? No way. There's no way that'll happen. So we go. We do some other warm-ups, whatever. And then she's like, let's go do some running and running exercises. Running and running. Running and walking exercises. And I was like, fuck. I knew it. So I did it very slowly because my feet hurt. And then at the end, she was like, Becca, like, lead us in some crazy other bullshit. And I was like, I will, but first... I want everyone to know that I'm psychic and I knew this would happen today. And then she was like, I think that deserves a round of applause. And then everyone clapped. So that 
wait, that actually kind of proves that society like does think I'm psychic because like everyone clapped. Yeah. Kind of ruining yeah, my own huh. point. No, that's not society. That's like my peers. Your You're right. Peers. That's your my peers. Peers, not society. No, society is bigger than your peers. Society is bigger than your peers. You heard it here first, folks. That's my real hot take. Oh shit. Just kidding. No, my hot take is still that I'm psychic. Another reason why I'm psychic is I will often think someone is coming or think about them or know that they're about to appear and then they will. An example of this is, I have several examples, but I'll use one of someone that you know, Anna Rydister, a rat slap, Anna rat slap. Uh, yeah, Anna rat slap. That's all- embarrassing on my part, sorry, <laughs> Anna. <laughs> Anna rat slap, I was walking out of Artistras and I thought, hmm, Anna, I'm about to see Anna. She's gonna walk out of tower probably. And then she walked out of tower and across the street and then she was like, hi Becca, and I was like, I knew it. There's one guy in my grade who's tall and has brown hair. And I am not going to expose him on TV. On TV? What? <laughs> on podcast? On radio. Radio. It's radio. It's the radio. I'm not going to expose him. Oh, I've been saying podcast. No, I think we're, I was told we're not allowed to call it radio because it, the, the title for, of radio is very exclusive. Oh, that is Ooh, true. Yeah, and right. that's a hot take. <laughs> <laughs> it's just facts. Whoa. <laughs> the name oh. of the game, baby. I'm so lost. Anyway, I see the so people I know they're coming all the time. Like, guy with, yeah, a guy with brown hair saw a, a tall man with brown hair, and I thought, ooh, a tall man with brown hair. I'm about to see this guy. And then he walked across the street, and I was like, whoa. Or like, uh, this one girl, I was walking up to Artist Residence, and I was like, she's about to come out of the C-store. And she came out of the C-store, and then she went in Artist Residence, and she held the elevator door open for me. And then I got in the elevator, and I was like, yo, I knew you were coming. And she was like, What? It was kind of uncomfortable. But, like, she wasn't weird about it. Mm. <laughs> so you feel like you have to hide your psychicness from society? Yes, because, like, many times when I say I'm psychic, like, people who aren't my friends and don't really know me mm-hmm. will be like, hmm, are you sure? Like, a lot of people say that, but, like, it's usually just a coincidence. Have you looked into, like, this theory that's like about coincidental things and like knowing when someone is coming but like just based on like the area that you live in and like the people that you know and like the chances that you'll see them like that's how you know they're coming and I'm like that's bullshit because I'm psychic you know mm-hmm. they just tell me that shit all the time it whack. sucks it's whack I agree I just think like I'm psychic and people need to accept that and like the mayor needs to give me a key to the city because <laughs> what I what the fuck even is it like, what would they do for you? It's not like a scam. I would get into this. I would get into the city. They won't let me in. Oh Jesus! Let me in! Let me in! Let me in! Yeah, that was better. Better Becca. Let me in! Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like an actress. I flip my hair. Yeah, y'all can see that. Yes, but I did flip it. Um. Okay. How how long are we at? I feel like I was talking for a while about how I'm saying probably pretty long, right? Oh, seven whole minutes. Yeah, okay, we're done. Yeah, we got this. Alrighty, so we... Anyway, I'm fucking psychic. Yeah, Becca is psychic. Um, This has been High Takes. Thank you all very much for listening in. And then more stuff next week. More High Takes. More High Takes. Goodbye. Are you starting to get cold? Is the weather starting to affect the way your scalp is feeling on your head? Well, I have just the product for you. Introducing hats. We have long hats, short hats, middle hats, tall hats, middle hats, middle hats. I got hats.
hats out here, all right? The, all the design for the hats are in the inside, so you can adjust them to the way you want them, except for the ones that are not adjustable. Purchase hats today. Hats, hats are good. Protector Scout. Now, just for a game check, everybody clap your hands and or snap on three. Ready? One, two, three. Welcome to Shit You Should Know. All right, we are live here today in the Belly of the Beast with kind of different setup. So pardon the noise in the background. We're working on it, I promise. But anyways, welcome to episode number... Seven. Seven. Welcome to episode seven of Octopus Sounds. Yeah. And shit you should know. The greatest show on the fucking internet. I'm here with my guest today. Brick. Hi. <laughs> That's the cutest Hello. fucking hi I've heard this week. It's very gentle. <laughs> and yeah. my fellow co-host. Uh, what's up? I'm Randy. And I'm Maggie. Today, we are going to interrogate. Oh shit! Brick. <laughs> First question: Do you do you play Fortnite? No, unfortunately, I've never sinned that hard. Ooh. Ooh. How do you? Mm. What's your What's your thoughts on games? Games. Yeah. The only game I care about is Animal Crossing. Holy fuck! And I play it literally every day. And I'm the new Animal Crossing game is coming out three days after my birthday, and that's a sign from God. In my opinion. <laughs> From God. From God that like my obsession with Animal Crossing is valid. Do you have the mobile game? Do you have it? On yeah, your... that's the one I play every day. Because I've like, I like can't do anything new in New Leaf anymore. I like beat it like three years ago. Yo. Yeah. That used to be like my life. So I can really, I yeah. was making sure I did not get the mobile game for that <laughs> very yeah. reason. I like used to run an Animal Crossing Tumblr and I had like over a thousand followers which for me was like yeah you were a real hero that's so what's I'm, going on i'm an expert in animal crossing technically simon my best friend will show me a picture of an animal crossing character and i'll be like oh yeah that's rodney and just like list like whatever he needs to know i just really love animal crossing how do you feel about tom nook okay a crook <laughs> yeah he's a little bit of a crook he is a dirty capitalist but he's always been there for me so yeah. i can't hate him too much that's that's so loving <laughs> <laughs> listen he didn't charge me interest he gave me a loan and a home and he didn't charge interest on it for those for those who know nothing about animal crossing <laughs> like i why would tom charge interest i'm curious okay because normally when you like take out a loan the longer you take to pay it the more you have to pay tom nook when you get to town and you like start the game, he's like, yo, I'll build you a house and I'll give you a loan. Like just pay it back whenever. And it just like stays the same. There's no interest. So he could be way eviler than he is, but being not as much of a jerk as he could have been award goes to him. Exactly. Mm. And I don't know. He really loves his nephews and I support that. Wait, so it's not a loan via a bank. So it's not traditional. It's via a dude. Yes. Yeah. A raccoon loan to be shark shit. Yeah, I was, yeah. was going to say. It's total loan shark shit, but without interest. Is there punishment? No. no. So well, it's I the guess nicest the punishment loan is like him giving you a new house that like you don't really want at, at yeah. some point because you're like, damn, now I have to go and like 
figure out more ways to make money. Mm-hmm. How do you how do you make money, and what's your biggest like source of revenue? Okay, so on that Animal Crossing Tumblr, I would make paths for people with the like in-game like designer, and there's like QR codes and shit. And I made like 13 million bells off that. Bells. Bell. That's the unit of money, the currency. Bells. Oh shit. Yeah, it's adorable. <laughs> but yeah, you need like eight million to pay off your entire home. So I was like, I'm living at large in Animal Crossing. What do you do after you buy off your home? Customize your town like forever. I've I have super extensive flower patterns in my town now because I've been playing for like. Like freshman year? Freshman year of high school, yeah. So like That's twenty thirteen. That's twenty thirteen. Six years. So Yeah. I like don't play it as much anymore, but like for the first three years I played it like every day. And so I was just like, Okay, I'm gonna have like the most developed town ever. And it still doesn't compare to like the shit you see on Tumblr. People go hog wild and they like hack the game and shit. I mean you also still have a life, like you do other things. Other than Animal Crossing. Yeah. Ever since college started, I'm like, I don't have time to play Animal Crossing, Mm -hmm. even though it's all I want to do. No, you just get to live in the studio. (laughs) Yeah, fully. That's fine. I like the studio. So for the viewers, (laughs) what studio are you in? I'm in the fashion studio. I'm a fashion and fibers major. So I'm also in like fibers rooms, but double major. Yeah. I want to die. Is that a fibers joke? (laughs) A little bit. (laughs) It is now. I I hate to ask this question, but I'm going to do it anyway. Like, how would you categorize the kind of work that you like to create? That's pretty easy because you have to in fashion. I, like, Mm. do, like, wearable art or couture. That's what Mm. I'm interested in. Mass art's not super encouraging of that, but I do it anyways. What is couture? So when you think of, like, fashion as art or, like, like, things that are worn once, it's typically all handmade. There's technically a, like, council of couture that they, like, decide like which design houses get to be couture and there's only like 12 so i'm not a technical couture designer Mm -hmm. but it's just like really avant-garde pieces that are like the crazy shit you think of on runways oh word awesome yeah your everyday person isn't gonna wear it it's just for looking at yeah it's just art you know Mm. i'm at art school i want to make art sorry (laughs) (laughs) i assume for for the avant-garde kind of stuff like you you gotta you gotta custom make a bunch of stuff. Definitely, yeah. What's the weirdest thing you've made? Oh, that's easy. It's for my non-textile assignment. I made a dress out of car bumpers, and it's woven together with yarn, which is a fibers technique, mm-hmm. and it's just like all held up by string, basically. Do you have an image of that? I do. And are we allowed to post it? Yes, it's like the thing that I, the one thing I market with. Yeah, like, you won the Seed Design Award for it. Yeah, I won a competition with it about a, almost two months ago yes. now. Still wow. haven't gotten my check. Oh, that's okay. Uh, Whatever. The yeah. Seed Design Award was it? It's like a student design thing. It was part of New England Style Week. Whoa. You can swipe and you'll Yo. See. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, this is this is crazy. Fun. It's kind of my baby, but I'm also you're so sick of it. Yeah, you're a little bit like you've I'm reached so the Nirvana done. point yeah. where yeah. you don't want to play Smells Like Team Spirit yeah. anymore. Yeah. But you're also like, I do understand that that's why you're here. Yeah, like I get it. But the stupidest question that I get because of it is, do you work with fabric? Which my fibers professor asked me. Whoa. And I was like, yes, I work with fabric. 
That's why I'm in fashion and fibers. Is you like stupid? No. <laughs> you should have just called him stupid. That's how you solve everything. Yeah, I feel like if I called Karen stupid, she would never forgive me. Teachers don't always love that. Pro tip. Yeah. Um, yeah, and like right now you're felting thorns yeah. for a collection you're doing right now. So like that's wow. totally yeah. something if you were just in fashion, you might not necessarily think to I even would. do. Yeah. You probably just buy like pre-made wool. Definitely. And like, I have never felt it before. And like, we just did it for two classes. I'm in like my intro to fibers class right now. So there's just like a survey of things. And I was like, oh yeah, I like really view fibers as like a way to like develop my craft and to like learn new tools to like heighten things. Like that's what I did with weaving with the bumper dress. And that's what I'm doing with the felting and thorns. It works out. Yeah. It's worth the stress I'm under. Felting is super fun and therapeutic because you just yeah. get to, like, take all your aggression out at this little, like, ball of wool until it turns into something, like, concrete. <laughs> yeah. It's really satisfying. Yeah. It's just, like, stabbing forever. Like, my wrist gets so tired. On Tuesday, I felted for, like, five hours straight, and I was so tired, but I got so much done. And that's <laughs> that's the important part. But, yeah, the project I'm working on now is my CFDA collection, which is the Fashion Designers of America. And last person to win was Erin Robertson. So I'm like, I have to beat her. I hate Erin Robertson. <laughs> she's very nice. Like, don't get me wrong. And I guess she's talented. But like... Her work like shocks. very much splits the fashion department. Because yeah. you either like really like it or you kind of are a little annoyed that she's kind of like the pinnacle of the mass art fashion department because mm -hmm. there are a lot of other alum who have done like some really crazy incredible things but mm -hmm. just haven't been as like well known to the public yeah like even christian our studio manager christian makes incredible oh, work cool. and incredible he's stuff. such a I cool dude christian. like he works with staples i don't know that's just so much more like captivating than the stuff aaron does she's she was also a fashion fibers double and mm -hmm. so like i feel like I get compared and if, even if people don't say it like I compare myself to her and I'm like I have to be her but better and so ambitious. we all have our own rivals and I guess Erin yeah. is now yours yeah but like she's really nice and I've talked to her several times and it's been pleasant like yeah she's a good woman she's always around yeah I don't know why she's friends with Christian <laughs> I know and she's got does she still have a store in Boston here no okay she had like a pop-up yeah briefly. that was like a pop-up like freshman year so yeah. forever ago she's always like i miss college so much i have like a great interest in people's influences mm -hmm. so who's your like top five influences right now oh that's so hard tom nook <laughs> that's one always <laughs> me and him run deep alexander mcqueen is like the most obvious one because it doesn't have to just be fashion, by the way. I know, I know. Like, don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Alexander McQueen, John Galliano. It's so, I'm so used to just thinking about this for fashion, but like. Yeah, they don't let you pick other people in fashion. No. Fashion's so restrictive. I'm trying to think of this fibers artist. Oh, Janet Eckelman. She was like one of the reasons that I got into fibers before I knew what fibers was. And I've been thinking about her a lot lately. I don't know. Goth. And, like, punk subcultures are, like, definitely the biggest influence on me. Like, if you can't tell by looking at me. <laughs> There's a lot of purple and black going on. Yeah. There's a lot of safety and shit. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, yeah, horror movies. 
that's definitely a growing influence. I literally look like Carrie without makeup on. And I looked like Reagan from The Exorcist when I was a child. It's in your blood. Yeah, like horror runs deep. And it's just like expressed perfectly now as a goth. <laughs> What's your favorite horror movie? Okay, that's such a hard question. The one I've been talking about the most lately, and I think about literally every day, is The Hunger with David Bowie, Susan Sarandon, and Catherine Deneview. Bauhaus is in the opening scene and like performing Bella Lugosi's Dead, which is about vampires, and there's lesbianism, and David Bowie dies, which is sad, but it's really good. Just lesbian vampires in the 80s, and David Bowie in Bauhaus. So there's a lot of black eyeshadow is what's going yes. on. <laughs> it's, and Susan Sarandon, literally... An icon. She's fully a gay icon. Like, one, she's a, like, horror icon. She was in Rocky Horror, for God's sakes. Like, I think about this woman a lot. But <laughs> so, I'm gay, so, like, it makes sense. Yeah. Also, maybe one of those influences we were just talking yeah. about. <laughs> Perhaps. Yes, like, Scream Queens from horror movies, definitely the biggest influence on me lately but I have Simon to thank for that Simon's my best friend who's this other little goth kid he like really got me into horror and stuff kind of turned me goth no he brought it out in me you're like teetering on the edge yeah I was I like Simon was like get the fuck over here yeah Simon was like I detect some goth he has this story where like the first time he came into my apartment he saw I had like a tiny poster of Ian Curtis from Joy Division that I made and he was like, I know I'm safe here. And like a beautiful friendship has blossomed. I just love Simon. I could talk about Simon forever. We're here to talk about you. Yeah, I so. know. That's the- <laughs> Simon's clearly a major part. So yeah. it's fine. Yeah. But also Simon is definitely a big part of like my work right now because my like very tentative plan for like after school is like starting my own design house. And like me and Maggie have talked about this mm. where it's like, because there's no really couture houses. There's no fashion jobs in Boston, so I'd have to move to New York. And, like, mm. me and Simon have, like, this really, like, good connection art-wise. We're, like, literally, like, since we became best friends, we've been, like, thinking about, like, art projects we can do together. One of them is, like, a massive stroller that we're just going to set up somewhere, like, a twin stroller, and we're just going to, like, sit in it and, like, pass the bong back and forth. Because <laughs> we're evil babies. We're literally the twins from The Shining. I like to think we're the Boulay brothers of Boston. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking sick. Yeah. So this is what we expect to see from you in the next five years. I've, who knows? Uh, Hopefully. It, let's give it a cool like eight. Yeah. So I want to try to go to grad school maybe. Mm. But like I want a few years before grad school and then I want to try to get into like Central St. Martin's, you know, like the big one. So you like jazz? No. All right. Um. Although I do love Howard Moon from The Mighty Boosh loves jazz. So y'all seen The Mighty Boosh? No. Nope. Nope. Oh, I feel like I'm being judged, but I just judged you for saying you didn't like jazz. Yeah. So now we're even. (laughs) The only time I'd listen to jazz is when I was on like stupid Tinder dates pretending to be straight. And they're like, I'm gonna put some jazz on. I'm like, oh, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so I'm like, like mm. I'm like an active jazz listener just because jazz is cool. So I figured that's out valid. I would ask them to try and find someone else who likes jazz. Jazz is. I wish you luck good. in the future that you yeah. do find someone who likes jazz. Yeah, I'm trying to make like a jazz quartet. Ooh, so like, yeah. that could be dope. 
in process of. So, what do you like to listen to? Well, like, what's on your headphones like constantly? constantly? On your Walkman. What's on yeah. your mixtape? Today on my mixtape yes. is on. I have the Cure singles, but they're like all different remixes. It's from my mom. Thanks, Mary. But yeah, it's mostly like post punk, which is like goth. So like yeah. the mm-hmm. Cure. I'm wearing a Cure T-shirt today. Like the Cure, Joy Division, New Order. Basically like new wave, post punk, just straight up punk. I do love punk. Punk is good. Mm-hmm. There was a really cool punk exhibit at the Museum of Sex last year in New York. When it I was, was in really New York, cool. I like walked by the Museum of Sex and I was like, oh, I wonder if the punk exhibit's still up. And I'm like, there's no way. Yeah, it's been I don't so think, long. Yeah. But I was like so jealous that you got to see that. Yeah, it had some really cool posters and a lot of really cool like jewelry and like outfit remnants from mm. shows and a whole bunch of kick-ass buttons mm-hmm. about being an angry punk queer. Love that. Also, I love that it's clothing remnants from shows. Yeah, it wasn't like, full full outfits. They didn't yeah, make it. No, like they don't survive. <laughs> and I love that. That's so cool. I love punk and I love fashion. Mm. What can I say? <laughs> How do you feel about the the MCR reunion tour? <laughs> okay, listen. I'm happy for everyone who really loves MCR. I never got that into them. I was like, no, I've listened to them. Boy kid. Yeah, it's just like, okay. I'll fight you. <laughs> My sister was emo. I listened to tons of MCR and stuff like that. And like, it's good. It's fine. It's just not my, not my speed. Yeah. yeah. And like, you know how sometimes your sibling does something and you're like, oh, I have to do the exact opposite. Yeah, Yeah, I see my brother do that now. Yeah, it's it's a younger sibling thing, definitely. Yeah, I do that all the time. Yeah. I also feel like those reunions are so about nostalgia. Like, you just get super excited that something you liked as a kid is coming back. And so if you didn't like that thing or, like, you weren't super into it, then all of a sudden you're like, oh, shit, I'm a terrible person. Or, like, I don't really fit in with my generation. And it, like, isn't totally that. It's just people are super excited and they're making a lot of noise about it. Yeah, and I'm like, it's cool. It's great. I just don't really care. Word. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we're going to take a short five minute. This is something new that I want to implement, you know, like 20 minutes in. A little quick five minute break and yeah. then we'll come back to it. Cool. Mike. Did you get feedback? People were like, we want breaks. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We moved on from John Galliano and Alexander McQueen. Way faster than I thought. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was a little um, worried that that might be the rest of the interview. I was glad that those were not the last ones you listed. Definitely, yeah. I was ready for Alexander. McQueen. I know. Yeah, like, we all conversation. Are. We all are. <laughs> but I was like, he's incredible, and I'm disappointed in what his label has become. But it's fine. Yeah, yeah I like what they came it. out with this past season. Like, I do too, but it doesn't feel. Like him. It's not him at all. It's very. That's it's what just so when ready you die to And other people make work in your name. I know. Like I'm like what you made. I'm like y'all. Brands can die. It's fine. Yeah, but <sighs> like let Chanel die. <sighs> Channel. <laughs> I know nothing about this. <laughs> Dude, you're fine. How do you feel about um, like Kim Jones and Dior? Are you not like really into um, that side of fashion? Okay. That's my home right now. I don't know Kim Jones, but I love Dior, and I have, like, really high standards for Dior, (laughs) so, like, because, like, John Galliano for Dior, like, really defined. He kind of... 
Yeah. Right? Just like. I know. He just but, like popped off. Yeah. But, he snapped. And then. He really did. <laughs> he really snapped. <laughs> I have some mixed feelings about that. I'm like weirdly defensive, John Galliano, which is weird because I'm Jewish, but like. I don't know. He's made a lot of reparations. He's worked with the ADL. I'm like, he makes an effort. He was pretty fucked up, too, at the time. Yeah, I, I think I kind of, like, have some respect for people who maybe have done or said shitty things, but you at least can understand, like, their circumstances. Yeah. Like, people who have been, like, shitty assholes as their, like, college age in Boston. Like, that, like, makes sense to me because I'm like, this is kind of a terrible environment yeah. to have to, like, have your midlife crisis where, like, you know... Mm-hmm. The atmosphere and the culture is like, just shove it down with substances and it's fine. <laughs> yep. And then yeah. you move on. And if you like don't have anyone to check you, that can suck. Mm-hmm. So like it's a similar thing. Like when you can connect to someone or like get where they come from, you're like, I know you were a jerk and you did a shitty thing, but like, are you trying now? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, listen, I'll never fully forgive you for that. Your career will never fully forgive that either. So <laughs> you paid for it. Yeah. That's how I feel about Heidi. So main. I'm mm-hmm. just like, yo, you're a. F- if I could, I would slap the fuck out of you. Yeah. But like, you started to try to be a better human. Just barely, yeah, yeah. but... It's like, at least you at least it. made some effort. And but. also, like, his sheens are, like, perfectly fit me. So, like, <laughs> I can't get mad. <laughs> it's just how it be sometimes. That really is. Yeah. Especially in the art world. Like, no one's, like, really a good person in the art world. I feel like it's so hard to find one, so you I just... try. Everybody yeah. should try. <laughs> you have this human right Okay, so, like, I know Randy is here, but, like, also, like, I don't know. I feel like... Yeah, like there's always going like to be big, people like, that butt heads. National stage. Yeah. You don't mm. get many, like, genuinely nice artist examples to follow. I think it's just because, like, there needs to be the right amount of, like, psychopath to get to that level like just like a no, little yeah. dash you know you need to have like some kind of like conniving bitch in you yeah or be like, disconnected from reality yeah to some degree which is what yeah. i'm hoping i'm hoping the disconnected from reality thing like really works for me i think it will yeah i think you're, I'm you're like, on the right path being there. totally unrealistic has been working great so far so <laughs> what's the what's the routine like what what's something that you enjoy doing like day to day that's just like a good way to unwind after like hard work I don't get to unwind other oh, no. than by smoking weed. Oh, <laughs> like, cool. it's like if I don't smoke, I don't unwind. I'm so addicted to weed; it's bad. What but about sleeping? Listen, I'm an insomniac. Oh. So like, I love to sleep. I like knock out at 9 p.m., but then I'm up at two. Oh, that's me. <laughs> and then Animal Crossing time. Yeah, <laughs> Animal Crossing's always appropriate like, hours. Yeah. <laughs> As a kid, it was either Pokemon or Animal Crossing mm-hmm. when I woke up at 2, and it's been the same way. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Animal Crossing in the middle of the night is just, like, the best. Like, that special music, and everything's quiet. I don't know. Just love it. Playing any video game in the middle of the night is, like, a wild experience. Yeah. it just becomes, like, you and the screen. Like, everything else goes away, mm-hmm. and you, like, lose yeah. all sense of time, and all of a sudden it's, like, 4 in the morning, and you're tired again. Yeah, and you're like, wait, I was supposed to be sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> Instead, I just organized my campsite. <laughs> <laughs> it needs to Yeah. Yeah. Speed round time. All right, what's your favorite color? Black. Favorite animal? I have to say pandas. It used to be that when I was like 12, and it's all I can think of. What's your favorite cloth? You can't ask that. That's I so hard. I still can. You're a fibers major. Pick your okay. favorite piece of fiber. Well, I'm really loving like felt right now, like heavy wool felt. It's just so satisfying. Favorite condiment for food? 
Mm, sweet and sour sauce. Apples or oranges? Neither, but apple juice. Eat a homie. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite time of night? 2 a.m. Like, no, 3 a.m. Because then the garbage trucks haven't come yet, and I can smoke without being judged. Good answer. Yeah. Mythological creature. Oh, shit. Okay, I don't know if this fully counts, but Morpheus from Sandman. Y'all read Sandman? Yes. Yeah. Yes! I got so obsessed with Sandman this summer, and I still am. Yeah, but I'm Sandman like, is incredible. Yeah, we bet new. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to say Morpheus, Mr. Sandman. Awesome. Yeah. If you could have any superpower, what would it be? Teleportation. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm so, I'm so sick of the 66 bus. <laughs> like, oh my God, if I have to wait half an hour for it one more time in the cold, I'm just going to start walking. Like, fuck it. <laughs> walk all the way from Austin. Yeah. It's not like an hour walk. Yeah, it's like doable. I've done it before. You don't want to. It's like, there's a bus. I know. <laughs> I hate that bus. And if one more fucking drunk man is weirdly condescending to me on that bus, I'm a snap. Real tea experiences. Yep. Speaking of that, what's your least favorite green line noise? You know that when it goes around the corner, <laughs> it's like the two cars like go at different angles and it makes yeah. that terrible screech. Yep. And like, you can't- I like Boylston and Park. Yes. Yeah. yeah, exactly that. I'm glad I had an answer to that. <laughs> Everyone has an answer yeah. to that, whether they know it or not. It's a part of the Boston experience. Mm -hmm. If you can wear one outfit for the rest of your life. Can't do that to me. One outfit. <sighs> you can switch your shoes for me. That's the one thing I don't change. <laughs> That's unfortunate. Yeah, I'm like, I have like one pair of shoes and it's these. I wear them every day. So what are the shoes that you're wearing for, for the listeners? Yeah, they're Doc Martin platforms. They're, they're my birthday gift to myself. Nice. Yeah, because the shoes before this, Maggie remembers my Converse. Yeah. They were, I had them since like senior year of high school and they were like, open my like toes were out people would like yell at me on the street they're like you need to get real shoes and i'm like i know who's got the money yeah i have a friend who's a, a ballerina and mm. basically like every day she has to go back through and fix her like point shoes yeah you were the only other person i know who had to daily fix shoes yeah. like that it's just because i'm i hate shopping for shoes because i i can't i can't buy practical shoes so I buy one pair of practical shoes and then just wear them until they're dead. That's the way to go. Yeah. Um, don't move. Yeah. I have like these pair of Air Force Ones that mm -hmm. I have been wearing for like the last eight years of my life. Eight years? Yeah. Damn. How have they not fallen off your feet? Because, you know, tender love and care. No, Air Force Ones, they just are like work. They're summer Tims pretty much. Oh, way. Bad shelf life, and I didn't know until I bought a pair recently. Yeah. So if you're looking for a pair of shoes that like you just want to like wear around, I recommend yeah. these. Not sponsored, by the way, but Nike. If you want to send that <laughs> check, you know where to hit us up. Honestly, I can't wear sneakers. I fucking hate sneakers. I bought myself a very sparkly pair. Okay, and, that makes sense then, for you. Yeah, and then I was okay with them. Yeah, I'm like, mm -mm, it's gotta be boots. I just love boots. These are kind of like boots. The big like yeah. They're like chunky. I know, but I'm like I need the ankle covering. You can get the high tops. I think you'll be like too. Yeah. I don't okay. I have feelings about that, and I don't love it. But I have people think it's okay. I have this dumb superstition <laughs> that like I cannot match my socks. It's bad luck to wear matching socks, and so like I'll even wear socks outside with like 
Burks when I'm going to have a cigarette. And people will give me the weirdest looks just for wearing, like, a purple sock and a blue sock. I don't, I don't think I can show off my socks in public anymore. I'm too shamed, yeah. It's also probably because I'm wearing fish sandals half the time, too. The fish sandals are very good. Yeah. They're very good plastic They look like fish. Are they... You want to see a picture? Yes, yeah. I do. <laughs> so, like, I'm, I'm picturing, like, just the body of a fish for the actual sandal. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No fucking way. Word. Basically. And, and then, like, you like, put you... your foot in the mouth. It, like, through, like, the back of the head, yeah. They were so excited to tell me about this purchase, and I was equally as excited to then see them. They were $19 on Amazon. Oh, my yeah, God. Was, <laughs> yeah. That was, like, the Yo. fish that used to be on the wall for the McDonald's exactly, commercial. yeah. <laughs> for the fish fillet? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's old. But we can't that's, sing it. It'll get stuck in my head, and I can't yeah, do that. Yeah, that's a dated that. reference. We just aged all of ourselves with oh, that yeah. reference there. That's fine. I feel fine. like... I only talk about shit from the 80s anyways, so, like, this is actually making me look younger to talk about <laughs> the vision of, like... You mentioned superstitions. Do you have any other big ones? I have, so I have OCD, so, like, it's a, is, like, is weird overlay. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. I have to check my pocket and feel my keys, like, every time I walk through a door. And I'm like, I don't know if that's a superstition or if I'm just super afraid of getting locked out of my apartment again. I lived alone for so long that, like, you get locked out, there's nobody to come get you, so... Now I have a roommate, and that's cool. Shout out to the roommate who will open up the door when you forget your keys. Yeah. <laughs> Might not feel appreciated, but trust, you are. Mm-hmm, definitely. Joe, if you're out there, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> have you been anywhere outside of the U.S.? Yes, I have. I've been to Canada. <laughs> you want to hear that story? Fuck yeah. Was it a Niagara Falls trip? No. Thank God. I went to Montreal. Instead of going to prom to get fake married, because I was engaged at 17. Yep. Oh, Rhode Island. Oh, my God. Wait, what part of Rhode Island are you from? I'm from bumfuck nowhere. Like, no one knows my town. Are you close to Woonsocket? No. (laughs) No, we're close to Woonsocket. I'm from West Greenwich, which is, like, backwoods, rednecks. My family's all rednecks. It's disgusting. Um, but you did get to grow up in a garage, which was kind of cool. Yeah, but I'm afraid of heavy machinery now. But that's valid. It's dangerous. Yeah, but I have to take wood shop. Just, you just have to take wood shop and get through it. I know. Just, just make done with do it. all your machinery stuff. You could I do could never. Hand tools. <laughs> I actually love the hand tools, so maybe I could work out a deal with him. But I'm bad with hand tools. We're both Practice good. makes perfect. Yeah, but I don't want to be practicing wood. The fact that I have to take projects in wood as a fibers major pisses me off. Well, wood has fibre. <laughs> wood technically is fibre. I know, but it's so firm. <laughs> I'm like rigid fibre. I'm like, I need soft things. That's why I'm in these majors. It's got to be soft. And that's exactly why you made a bumper dress. Well, yeah. Here we are. Because it's not soft. It's, it's the opposite soft. of fibre. Yeah, but that was, that was more like a... That bend it, it doesn't bend unless yeah. you steam it. Yeah. And, and care for it and like treat it right. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't want to do that. It's a lot of work. Yeah. And bumper dress was more like a, like, oh, I can't use fabric. I'm going to use the farthest thing from fabric. Not so forcing you to take a class in a material you don't like. They're like, you can build structures. And I'm like, I don't want to build structures. Okay. So you were engaged at 17. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was engaged at 17. We, he was a friend, 
And then, like, not a fan. It was a weird, it was a very weird thing. We weren't even monogamous. Like, we were only together for a few months. And we were like, haha, wouldn't this be a funny joke if we got engaged? And then, like, we actually did. And, like, got wedding rings and shit. 17-year-olds, y'all. Yep. Yo. Yeah, 17-year-olds in Rhode Island who drink too much and have nothing to do. That's just 17-year-olds. That's just 17-year-olds. Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's across the board. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. I didn't want to go to prom because I sensed a Carrie situation would happen. I was very Carrie in high school. And so I was like, mm, fuck everybody else. Wouldn't it be funny if we got married? It was also Cinco de Mayo. And right. so, like, we drove up, got super drunk at UNH, and then... <laughs> UNH. Sounds about right. Yep, yep. <laughs> That's just how UNH be. And then we went to Montreal, and I was sick for literally every day of the trip, and we fought every day. We're not together anymore, and I'm a lesbian, so... Growth. Times have changed, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Work. I've lived a very full life, one could say. Yeah. I really have. Yeah. Are you... That's why you make a good interviewee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This actually brings me to like a nice question to ask. If you could tell anyone anything, like any piece of advice, what would you tell them? Hmm. I don't know. Just like keep going till you figure it out. Fuck everybody who doesn't support you. Like you don't really need that. You don't, you can just keep going. I do not come from a place with a lot of support and like... The things I do, like, don't get a lot of support in the department. But I'm like, fuck it. I want to do what I want to do. And that's been working out for me. So, like, if I can do it, you yes. can do it. Yeah. You got someone else on the fuck it train. I've been, like, <laughs> hoping to hear someone be like, fuck it. Just, yeah. like, just say fuck it. And thank you for finally fulfilling that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All yeah. aboard. Fake it till you make it. Figure mm-hmm. it out. Do what you want. Yeah. And literally, like, just keep going. Just Apologize keep going. after. Yeah, fully. Like, because if there's things that, like, like making the bumper dress, like, everyone was like, are you going to be able to put that on a model? Like, are you sure you want to do that? Like, will it be able to walk and, like, down a runway? And I was like, we'll figure it out when the time comes. Like, <laughs> And then, yeah, and then you did. And then you I did. And, like, it was like, I got, like, the weirdest comments and critique and stuff. Like, one of the only critiques I got was that I should clean it, like, well, it, yeah, it has like dirty. dirt and shit in there because that's like the point of it is that like garages are like dirty and grimy and yeah. like punk rock. Um, Did you clean it and re-add your own dirt? No, I didn't clean it. I was like, fuck that. You make prom dresses. We're in different circles. I don't really care what you have to say. Yeah, you like didn't apologize for your aesthetic or who you were. Yeah. I think, I don't know. I feel like that project was kind of like a good moment for you because then you stopped trying to do things that the, like the department was pushing you to do yeah and you were like this is what i want to do this is what i'm going to do after college and mm-hmm. why i'm here yeah so fuck everything that's in the way between that it's definitely given me a lot of confidence in like myself and my work especially with it being recognized and awarded because like it was in the like fashion show it was like the mass art like fashion exhibit it like just won that award for seed it was up in the children's museum for a month like it's been getting attention like positive reception so i'm like all right fine if i'm like getting positive feedback that like i say is positive feedback and like the outer world that's not mass art then like fuck it y'all can't tell me what to do i'll try kind of but like if i want to do something i'm gonna do it you just have to find like the people 
that support you. Yeah. So, like, you need, like, those friends, that good group of people who are going to, like, hype you up and be like, no, 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 you have to fucking do it. Yeah. And, like, those teachers that are like, it's good. I like it. Keep yeah. doing it. And are like, why are you asking me if you should or shouldn't do it? Yeah, like... Andy and Sarah. <laughs> yes. Andy and Sarah are the best. But, like, Sarah, when I was like, I'm thinking about doing a like, thing with bumper dresses. Like, I want to make a dress out of bumpers. I was like, would that be okay? Or I was like, I don't know how I'm going to bring them in. She's like, I don't know. Just do it. That sounds dope. And, like, that was the whole email, and that was, like, all I needed. Yeah. So, like, shout out to professors who were chill like that. Yeah, who, like, in- actually, like, encourage kids to just do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, definitely. I think that is a really good note to end on. <laughs> yeah. So thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you very much, Rick, for coming on. Thanks for having me. So um, where can we follow you? Um, if you like to be followed. Yeah. Yeah, if y'all want to see my art stuff. Follow egghead underscore art on Instagram. I'm trying to grow it. And we'll see what happens. Awesome. Yeah. Good collages on there, too. Yep. Some mood boards up. Those are always yeah. fun to see. I do love collage. Yeah. This has been Shit You Should Know, episode seven. Goodbye. So I'm going to need you to follow us on our socials at auto underscore sounds. Make sure you tune in on Monday. Sure. Heard. Thank you for Thank supporting. Thank you for supporting.